You're listening to the Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered Podcast, a place for inspiration, empowerment, and personal development. Showcasing badass women from all over the world, giving tips on personal development, mindset, and healing. I'm your host, Olivia, transformational success coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the Empowered Woman, Badass, and Unfiltered Podcast. Today, we're talking about gaining empowerment through clarity. I'm I'm so pumped for this topic. We had like a little pre-talk beforehand, and it's just, I know that this is going to be a good one. Um, I'm here today with Patricia Sloan, and she is a certified life coach. She's the, um, she's an international coach, speaker, and founder of Patty Sloan Coaching LLC. She, I've got all of her description linked below as well as her links to follow her. This woman has really a really inspiring Instagram as well. So if you're on IG, definitely follow her Instagram. Patty, how are you? I'm great. Oh my gosh, it's so good to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. So what made you choose this line of work and who, like who you help, why you help them, all of that? Oh, gosh, there's a lot there. Um, who I help, that's an easy question. Um, let me start there. I really help anybody who is desiring to create change in their life. But specifically, I love working with women. Um, and I'm going to say, you know, later 20s on up. Um, and we can get into why that's it. But I love just working with women and empowering women in general. Um, I kind of, I, I always want to say fell into coaching um, later in my life. I've had the career, I was in corporate America for until I got pregnant with my second child and then decided to become a stay at home mama which I loved. I really did love doing that. And then when they were in school, I was like, what am I going to do? So I actually started cleaning houses because I wanted to still be available for my kids um, at their schedule. But I've always been a working girl. So I'm like, I want to contribute back to my family. So I, I created a cleaning business. Um, but in 2016, my kids were pretty much my daughter was out of the house. My son was in college. And there was this moment where I just kind of had this aha moment of, what the, what the heck is going on with my life? Like I was miserable. My marriage was honestly on the rocks, uh, very indifferent. Um, there was just no, no connection with my husband. I had no direction in life. Um, you know, people may call it a midlife crisis for me. It was a midlife awareness thing, but I was in a really bad space. Um, and almost where I would say God kind of brought me to my knees and I knew I needed help. Um, and I had a friend of mine who was a life coach. I never heard of that term before. Um, reached out to her and I started working with her. And really when I went to her, Olivia, the reason I wanted to, when I first approached her, I said, can you help me save my marriage? Um, I've been with my husband now just as November 32 years, but at that point, so six years ago, um, it, uh, she said, you know what? I can't help you with your marriage, but I can help you. Best advice my for the a coach ever gave to me and what we proceeded to do was work on myself to become more aware of who I was in the past who I am now and then who I wanted to become 
So very much unearthing things that I never even took the time to do. And in that, I worked with her for a year. And by the end of the year, total transformation, beginning, a beginning transformation in my life. And I thought, I want to do this. I, I've always loved helping people, uh, but I thought this is it. And um, so in 2018, I launched my first business. Uh, it was a uh, full life organizer because I love to organize just spaces and people's homes and things. And I thought I can help them both it personally organize as well as physically. Um, I launched in October of, uh, 2018. And by the end of that month, I was diagnosed with stage two breast cancer. So that kind of got put on the back burner. And what I've learned through that journey was simply that I was on the right path, but I needed, there was more refining for me to do more honing in on exactly what I wanted to do. So I went through that whole journey through 2019 and of course COVID, right? Can we all relate? <laughs> um, Things just during the last six years have been, I went and got certified, uh, actually two, three certifications now um, in terms of I'm an integrative coach, I'm a radical life coach, just kind of honing that life uh, skill. Um, and then just started uh, working with clients and it has been a blast. And really my passion is, is realizing that when you understand who you are, as, as you mentioned, clarity, um, being aware, the choices then that you make in your life are based on information, not on reactionary things. So that's kind of how I got here, uh, working with women, like I said, generally speaking, um, but anybody who's looking to make any kind of change in their life, I'm willing to uh, chat with and see what we can do to work together. Thank you. Um, so how would you say that you get where, like, where do you start when it comes to getting clear on what you really want in your life? Great question. Um, and well, I'll say is that most people, um, including myself, never take the time to actually just think about where they're at or where they've been or where they're going. So um, in the process that I work with clients, right, there's a lot of self information that we dive into. I have, it's, it's like 18 page, I call it your discovery intake form. And we start asking questions that you probably don't think to ask yourself. Um, so what we want to do when you start deciding who you are, or I'm sorry, deciding to get clear is you got to start with yourself and deciding who are you? Um, so asking lots of questions, uh, deciding or figuring out what is your belief systems, what are your values, what are your morals, what are yours, not what other people have told you. Um, for a long time, I know when I first started this process, I really didn't know. I was whatever anybody told me I was. You know, if someone said, oh, you're a great speaker, well, then I, okay, I'm a great speaker. Um, you're a leader. Oh, okay. I'll be a leader. It was almost like I was a chameleon, depending on what situation I was in at home. I was one kind of person with my friends. I was another kind of person, just very people pleasing, like, oh, that's what they need. That's what I'll be. Um, but in the clarity, when you sit down and you start really evaluating all parts of your life. So your physical, your mental, your emotional, your spiritual, your relational, your finances, when you really start figuring out each section within your life, like where are you is, and are those truths for you? So, you know, for example, um, 
you know, being a leader, for example, I've heard that my entire life, you're going to be, you're a leader, Patty, you're always a leader. And so I took on a lot of leadership roles, but then I, I really sat and thought, is that what I want to be? Do I want to be a leader? Like, and what does that term mean to me? Not what everybody else tells me, not what society tells me, not what does it mean to me? So getting clear just is just that, is understanding who are you, not what anybody tells you, but you at a soul level. And that can take a lot of work. Um, it's not easy, I'm going to be honest, but when you get clear and you're like, wow, okay, here I am. This is actually who I want to be, who I am. Then what we can do when, when working with a coach or anybody else, right? Now you can make choices based on that information. So for example, I didn't know being, you know, like I, I thought, oh, I'm a mom. I was uh, cleaning houses. I was fine. I was providing for my family. But was that soul passionate work for me? Absolutely not. And I always knew helping people was in my DNA. I just didn't know what that was. So working through the clarity process and understanding, okay, I could be a coach. And even now I'm still refining even what that definition means. So I can decide this is who I am. And then if I want a goal, if I want to set some action steps, I can go ahead then and make decisions based on truth not on assumptions, not on reactions, not on habits, not on patterns, things that we all experience in our life. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. Um, because basically after you get all this self-discovery, this clarity on who you are, you're giving yourself back the power to decide for yourself and not for other people, not from other people's opinions and their constructs that they've put onto your life. Because we've been molded you know, from childhood into school and everything on this is this is the path. We think so much that there's a specific path or way to be. Just like we take on the personas of certain leaders. Um, if you're in leadership, you know, you take on the personas and things of other, you know, competition, all of these social constructs that we have, it kind of takes away from the individuality of things. But when you define what you truly want, who you truly are based on all of those values, all of, you know, your values, your morals, what you really want. Um, I call that the wheel of success. You know, the, the fitness, family, all of that stuff based off of all of that. And then it, it does, that's, I, I feel like that's definitely how you find that empowerment. Now, a little of the things that I know, um, come along with the change that that's the the difficult the hard I love talking about the hard because I want to give people some action steps when they're going through the hard and the first thing you mentioned that really made me think about something that would be hard is how to overcome being a people pleaser what how what are some tips that you have for yourself or for your clients oh great question um and I wasn't a strong people pleaser but I think everyone on some level can relate to that, right? So one of the things that when I work with my clients that we work on is setting boundaries. So once you are aware of who you are, what is your truth, then it's very easy to define what your boundaries are. And when you have boundaries, and people think boundaries are like this negative thing. They think, oh, it's, it's about keeping everything out. 
And really it's just living in alignment with, again, what you've just figured out to be your truth. So if you always have that friend, for example, um, who's always late, if you set up a time to go out to dinner, for example, or to a movie or whatever, but you notice that one friend is constantly late, um, that's a disrespect of your time. So do you allow that? Do you're like, oh, it's just who she is. Or do you set the boundary with this particular friend and relationship and say, I, you know, Olivia, I love being with you, but I notice that you're constantly 15 to 20 minutes late. What can we do to, to when we set a time to have you there on time? What would be helpful? And really, when that's your power back, right? It's this is my time, and my time is worth. There's a value to it, and I don't want someone disrespecting it. So my boundary is: I want you to be on time when we set an, an agreeable time together. So what I noticed in doing, especially when it comes to boundaries, it's practice. So a lot of people are like, "Oh, I don't think I could do that." No, because you haven't learned how to do it, right? It's like any new skill, any new tool that you're given in life. It's the first time you might do it. It's like, whoo, this is a little unnerving, but you do it and you realize, guess what? The world didn't stop. My friend didn't leave me because I asked her to be on time because I set a boundary. And that to me is a small one. You think there are some pretty hefty boundaries, but I think practice, understanding who you are, what your boundaries are, what is truth for you, where, how you want your life to be, and then honoring that. When you honor yourself, other people will honor you. So they actually will respect your boundaries. They will respect what you say when you lean into that and, and stay true to that. If you're wishy-washy, if you're like, you know, then there's no empowerment there. So to me, it takes a lot of practice. Um, and the more you do it, the easier it gets. And the more empowering it gets, it's like, wow, if I could do that with her, then I can do it here. And then, so it's like any other skill. It just takes a, a, some practice to do when it comes to people pleasing. Um, and the second, so in boundaries, number one. And number two is, um, I, I'm trying to think of like a, a simple word like boundaries is owning who you are in terms of um, understanding that people are very self-centered. They operate from their space, right? So when you are in the awareness of, wow, that person isn't doing something to me, they're just operating from whatever is going on in their life. So not taking things personally. So if someone, you know, snips at me, my, uh, the old Patty would have been very reactionary, like, how dare you snap at me or what have you? And now I pause. So I guess that's it. So boundaries. And the second thing is just pause and think about how you want to show up in whatever situation is going on. If someone is rude, how do you want to respond to that or not respond? Because sometimes you don't have to respond. If you're at work and your boss is, you know, yelling at you, do you immediately want to go back at them or do you want to just listen? So pausing and deciding with intentionality how you're going to show up in that moment um, also helps with people pleasing because it centers you to say, I don't need to give my power to this person. I don't need to give my power to the situation. I don't have to honk when someone cuts me off in traffic. I can choose not to because I don't want that energy out there. Again, practicing that. It'll be one step forward, two steps back, but eventually it'll just be 
part of who you are. So that's at least two good steps, always boundaries and then pausing so that you, and it's 10 seconds. It's just a deep breath in 10 seconds and then making an intentional decision on how you're going to respond to the situation you're in. Thank you. You know, I used to be a people pleaser, um, like heavy people pleaser. And it, it was, it was difficult for me to, um, adjust, (laughs) to adjust. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about like the time thing, because I'm pretty, I'm pretty strict on my time. And I was talking to my friend about this because she lives in Florida and I live here. And so it's, it's different. Um, but she's like, how come people just don't put things in their calendar? Like I put them in my calendar and and I got her onto that. I, because I'm that way of like, and when we would meet for things, we'd put it on our calendar. Um, and her husband's an attorney and he puts things on his calendar, you know? So, but then I found that what it is about me is I attract the people that put things on their calendar because it's so serious because, because it's like after I meet with my friends here they're like okay when are we meeting next let's get it on the calendar like let's oh, the, what day works for you what time because we're both we both have that mutual respect and it's and for me I think moving around to different locations and stuff like that I get to be more picky on those things because it's not like I've got like a bunch of friends from high school that I'm still friends with like I do when I go back into town in Charleston but I've changed drastically since the person I was there um one of the things that helped me when it came to I'm a big affirmation person Mm -hmm. so when it came to no longer being like a people pleaser was um God is pleased with me it's one of the one of the affirmations because whenever I feel like it was always a fear that, okay, well, what if they don't like me? I don't need for them to like me. It took me a long time to get there, but that, and I only seek the approval of God. That affirmation has taken me so far. In addition to practice setting these boundaries and, you know, practicing those boundaries because when <sighs> boundaries are difficult, like it's not like it's some easy thing to do. It hurts you too, because when you're so used to, just doing for others and stuff. It's just, it's uncomfortable in the beginning, but it's like, if you're only doing it to make the other person happy and you're miserable, you're not getting what you really want. It's a lot of times it's a coping skill for a lot of people and a way for them to manipulate the situation because they don't want the other person to be upset. Right. And actually, and just what you said, Olivia, right? I mean, there's, this is, you know, when we work, when I work with clients, of course, we go much deeper. So yes, Mm -hmm. typically, typically, again, there's no 100% in every situation. But usually there is, there is some value, some affirmation or affirmation, some, some um, approval that they're looking for, and they will do whatever they need to do. So we work on that. We, we identify that we clarify that and say, okay, why are you doing what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Um, I also find out, uh, or have noticed in, with people who are people pleasers, there's always expectations. So a lot of times when it comes to, again, people pleasing, setting boundaries, all of these tools, right? There's an expectation. So like you said, you have friends, your expectation is, 
um, my group of people, the people I surround myself with are very like-minded. We respect each other's time. Um, we will put them on the calendar. What I have learned and what I have taught clients is that I can have friends who don't are not as organized as I am, who don't have maybe that value of time, the, the value on time that I do. But it's okay to speak my truth to them. It's okay to say, listen, I understand. So how to how so I lower the expectation of them putting our date on the calendar, but how can I um, share my truth of where I sit in that situation so that they do respect my boundary to expect that or my time and so I again it's uh, it's not like oh yeah here you have boundaries here you lower expectations it's just understanding again that I can only control my space mm -hmm. and how I operate um, I learned this from one of my other coaches so I never will take credit that isn't mine but I use it all the time so when I say speaking your truth, again, as a people pleaser, right, or in any situation, when you're not clear on who you are, that is really hard to do. We are not taught from at any age that I'm aware of, right, how to own and be in power of who we are. Um, like you said, we're influenced by parents initially, and then, you know, the education system by friends, by society and, and social media and all of that. Um, so I, I myself did not have a voice, you know, I didn't consider myself to have a voice. Nope. I'm just going to, I'm going to play the good girl, whatever you want. I'll give you, I'll give you that. I'll get, and you, it, it's so, yeah, we can go down another train another time, but just the physiological responses of the body when you don't express yourself or share that information. But this coach, so I was going to practice it with my husband because that was one space in my, in my marital, um, relationship. So, you know, that's why we were struggling because I didn't, I didn't speak up. I just was resentful, bitter, angry, because I'm like, I don't have a voice here. And that was on me. That was not on my husband by any means. So, you know, I'm going to put that out there. Uh, but she said, you just stand there and you just say, listen, I have some truth to speak. I've never done this before. It may be messy. I'm not sure what I'm going to do, but I really need to do this. And the first time I, so I shared that with him and I was shaking. I was literally shaking. I'm like, here's this man I've been married to for at that point, you know, 20 some years. And I, I couldn't say what I felt like I needed to say. And, but I did it. I practiced each time and I got better at it. I got better at communicating what my needs were and what my, what my expectations were. And we could communicate and he could say, yes, I can meet that or I can't. So a friend can do the same thing. Oh, yeah, it's hard for me to be on time. So my friend who, who is still always late, I have learned that if I want to be somewhere at five, I tell her, hey, let's go for 445. Now, whether she's aware of it or not, it doesn't matter because technically then she shows up at five, which is really what I want. So I've just learned to change the time because she's not willing to adjust her. So my expectation change on, in terms of who she is trying to honor who she is, that that's just not in her wheelhouse. Okay. So I'm not going to let it ruin a friendship. So I can adjust 15 minutes and say, Hey, let's meet at 445, knowing that five o'clock works for me. Does that, so that's again, a practice, as you said, um, you know, and changing your expectation of other people and just knowing what you're able to bring to the table. And when you say in, in, I hate that stay in your lane, but when you understand again, the clarity of who you are and how you want to operate in the world, 
all these other things do align. Like you said, you bring that in, that energy in, usually that's what you're going to attract. Um, but it just makes life so much more peaceful. So I, I still go out with this friend. I just adjust my schedule 15 to, 15 to 30 minutes, depending on what we're doing and what time works for me. And it, it's been, it's been heavenly since then. So I, I hope that makes sense too. I hope yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was laughing because um, that is something that black people do. Black people, like you got to tell them a whole like 30 minutes. Granted, I don't tolerate it. <laughs> I just don't like the time is the time. Like if I make a reservation for somewhere, like I'm not waiting on you. Okay. I think it's also because my husband is military and we when we say it's like we're going to be somewhere at a specific we, he doesn't like to be late my dad didn't ever like to be late my mom was late all the time they just take their time going th- it is it, it's different and it's just like for me like I've been married for seven years now <laughs> and I I can be like understanding but I think it's also just like I really, I have enough friends. <laughs> I hate how that sounds. I hate how it sounds, but it's true. Cause somebody was like, oh, you can get in this group and make more friends. I'm like, I don't need more of, of y'all. I love y'all as it is. I got enough of y'all that I got to try to keep up with. That's, you know, cause it's like, I only have like, you know, when you operate within that space, right? So you you have a certain way you like things done. I I that's why you and I, you know, we, we certainly connected uh, you know, several months ago for that reason because I do, I'm like that as well. But what I have found um, with going into just a little bit, like you know, I help clients create balance within their life. So, if, you know, people want to work on, oh, I just want to lose weight or I just want to quit being a people pleaser. Well, when you change, when you are really looking to up level your life, grow, heal, do all of that, those things, gaining clarity, right? It's about balance and it's balance in the mental, the physical, the emotional and the spiritual bodies, all four. You can't just pick one. And typically one to two are out of balance. And usually, again, not hundred percent is usually the, the mental and the phys- or the emotional, and those will affect the physical. So when you have something physical going on, there's usually a relation to the emotional or the mental. So what I had done, just like you, I'm like, there's a way things operate people. So it was always Patty's way. And not that I wasn't flexible or understanding, but I'm like, I know only how to operate this way. And if you can't operate within that box that I have created, which is for me was a way of controlling things, right? The uns- I need to know what is going on, the certainty of things. Well, then there was a physiological response. And so there over decades, that ha- has a lot of ramifications. So that's where I have learned and where I try and teach clients to say, it's great, have your systems, understand that that is not wrong but you have, you cannot put that on other people. So like my friend, if, as you said, I want her in my life, that is a relationship Mm -hmm. I do want. So in order to have that, where is this rigid um, person in Patty going, this is, you can only, I, I only go out with you if you show up on time versus, okay, well, I understand where she might be coming with the, I don't think it was an intentional disrespect towards me. She just didn't know how to organize 
to get ready on time. She couldn't say, oh, it takes me an hour to shower. It'll take me 15 minutes to feed the, you know, she couldn't comprehend that. So that's not a good or bad. I just had to say, okay, well, I'm going to be friends with her and we're going to leave on time. Then I'm going to say 15 minutes earlier. So there's that, that, um, perception. And then there's that malleability of us like individuals saying, okay, yep, this is who I am. And these are my boundaries. And this is how I want to operate in the world. But knowing that that's just your little one tiny speck that the world operates differently, people within the world, two people together operate differently. Um, and then honoring that and saying, okay, I get it. I can still be who I am, respectful, rigid, and rigid in a positive way, by the way. I don't want to say being rigid is wrong. But I'm, I'm like that as well. I'm like, I like things to be a certain way. But when I learn not to be so, um, the energy behind keeping it that way was the issue. Where now I'm like, okay, I want it this way. I'll do the best I can to create my peace and joy and harmony within my world, as you said. I'll get rid, I've gotten rid of people who don't match that or do not align with that anymore. But overall, if you're trying to work within that space, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. Does that make sense? Like it's really hard to stay within that. And the older I've gotten, again, much older, was why a little wisdom here is it took me a long time to go, wow, I cannot control everything and every little aspect of people. And I spent so much energy and time doing it that it really affected me. It affected my mental health. It affected my physical being. Um, one of the reasons cancer showed up in my life was because of that, was because of this energy that I just kept in my, my physical being, not not setting boundaries, not being flexible, not uh, being willing to step outside of this is all I know. Um, so just food for thought. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I am, okay, listen, I am a very flexible person. <laughs> I just found that now those are the only types of people I attract. Like, <laughs> it's not that I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everybody is just that way. So it makes it so convenient for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I love that. I And so, you know, thank you for sharing that because that is, so again, going back to just kind of circling back a little bit, when you are clear as to who you are, like literally who you are on every level, that energy as, you know, I'm, I'm sure the people who follow you are probably at least somewhat aware of this, that you attract like energy. So when you are putting that out, whether intentionally or not, that is what is going to be attracted in. And if you attract something in that doesn't align, because now you know, you don't accept it. You just don't, you don't create that relationship with that person. Maybe you just met, I don't need to be friends with you because I can just tell that this, you're great. You're a wonderful person. You're just not in my, you're not meant for me. Um, so, or a job or, you know, whatever it is in your life, it's, it's really, you know, what you focus on that mental energy really will show up in your space. So that's why I love clarity because the more clear you are, the more you bring into your life, what it is you really want and then live from that intentionality. That's that peace, that harmony, that happiness that people, you know, talk about wanting. Um, and it's, it's 
yes, there's a process to get to that. But once you are in that and kind of living within that space, like you said, that's what you attract and you know it and that you're happy about that. That's that's a great space to be in because you don't have to worry then about that one friend or that one situation where you're like, oh, is it 100%? No. But if most of the time I always go for 80, you know, 85, 15, if 85% of the time you're living in alignment of how you are and who you want to be around and all that energy, I think you're doing fantastic. And you will, your life will definitely be different than maybe where it's at now. I am. Um, I will say, so Bumble BFF has helped me do that. So when I first got on that app, it was right before, like right, right when I moved here, I was desperate for friends because, and I hadn't done the work that I needed to do. So I was like really tolerating all types of people that just wanted friends. And then I realized that's not really going to work, you know? Um, and I got very specific on what I needed. And, and, you know, this goes back to being, you know, clarity providing empowerment because I literally in my bio, I was like, hi, beautiful. I'm, um, if you're family or goal, you know, goal oriented and family oriented, um, let's connect. I am this personality type. I live by my Google calendar. These are, (laughs) tons of pictures. I volunteer. I do all of this types of stuff. And it kind of like cuts out a lot of (laughs) stuff. Absolutely. And I don't, yeah, that's that clarity. (laughs) You know who you are. Um, But a lot of people don't like, they're like, Mm -hmm. am I, am I not? And they're very wishy-washy on that. Um, and again, guilty as charged. I was a very, like, I, I talked to people who knew me say 20 years ago and they're like, wow, we thought you had your whole life together. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I only pretended to like, again, showing up. Oh, this is what they need. This is what I'm going to present. Um, probably one of the biggest decisions as you had shared, right? Like I didn't, it took me a while to figure out who that was, but I had a friend of 18 years, what I thought was a friend. And when I defined again, who I wanted, all of that, which top three things when it came to relationships were trust, loyalty, and respect. That's it. I don't care. Those three have to, and there's no, I have no room for anything except that. Um, And when I evaluated this friendship, I thought, and she had done something that really proved to me, I could not trust her and that the loyalty after 18 years was not there. And I'm like, okay. And I sat her down and I had an honest conversation again, shaking, but I thought I need to do this for me. This is about me, not her. Um, Loved her. She's a good person. I'm like, but I cannot, if you cannot meet those three, then I cannot have you in my, my space. Um, And she left and she never like, she didn't fight it. And I thought, okay, that's just more of affirmation that she was not meant to continue to be in my life Um, because she didn't fight it. She didn't argue with me. She didn't. And I'm like, hard conversation, best decision I ever made. You know, it was like a a piece of weight was pulled off my shoulders. So when you are clear, when you are understanding, yes, who you are, what are your boundaries, what it is that you exactly want, you will attract that into your life and then create that, whatever it is you're desiring, everybody has a different desire, a different goal um, in their life. Most times people are just like, I'm just not happy. 
and they don't know mm -hmm. why. Like they're not sure because again, we haven't taken the time to, to really evaluate who are, like, you know, to me, there's three people, right? Who you were, who you are, and who you are becoming, which the who you are becoming is an ever evolving process. But so many people spend so much time in who, who you were. Um, you know, I was this, or I, you know, as a track star, or I was this, and uh, but okay, that's great. That's your past. That's just information, but they live there. So take that information and, and say, okay, but right now, what are you? What are you right now in this moment? Because that's gone and your future's not here yet. So where are you right now? Let's get clear on that. You know, your finances, if you're not happy where you're living or you want a different kind of car or a different kind of lifestyle, well, let's get clear on your finances. What are you making? What are you spending? What's important to you? What's not important to you? Down to, you know, if you have to go to Starbucks and spend $5.50 on a, a coffee every day, no, no judgment. But is that getting you closer to being who you want to be? Is that getting you closer to that new car or what have you? And again, when you understand that and you're like, perfect, this is, and it, again, it, it changes, you know, like you said, seven years in a marriage, I've been married 32. <laughs> so, you know, I think of where I was married seven, when I was with my husband at seven years to 15 years to 20, where like, I'm like 20 years, how the heck did we get to where I'm almost walking out the door? How did we get here to, okay, now we're, we're both kind of learning about each other again. And because I've shifted, I've become more true to who I am. It allows my husband to become more true to who he is. And I'm like, yep, still the right guy. Like I, I'm still attracted to him for a lot of the same reasons I originally was, but now it's a little different because he feels he can speak his truth to me where maybe before he wasn't because I've shown up and said, honey, this isn't working for me anymore. This is what I want. What I'm wanting in my life what do you think and then we have that conversation and we kind of come to that conclusion and it's a it's an amazing like you said empowering space and people you have the option like i feel like i'm lecturing now but i just you have the power within you to create it we just have to have the tools we have to have the ability to or the the willingness to step into it and say yeah this might hurt a little bit or this might get a little messy or I'm uncertain of where this is gonna lead us or lead me, but uncertainty is a good thing, right? We, uh, we as humans crave um, creativity. We create, we, people think they want the same thing over and over, but we are wired to have different experiences. So we think we wanna control and know, but the unknown is also something that's really beautiful. So being clear and understanding this is who I was, this is who I am, and where are we going? Like I, we, we come up with, when I work with clients, an action plan and in different space or different parts of your life. So we'll start in the physical, for example, what's your action? Like, where do you want to be in your physical body? Is it healthy? Is it thinner? Is it long hair, short hair? I mean, really down to the finite detail. And then we create steps. What are you going to do to create that? And that can be whatever it is for that person. Um, like I said, finances, we can do um, emotionally, you know, what does that look like for you mentally, mental clarity. Uh, it, and when you now have the 
clarity of who you are and where you're going, now you have a plan, an action plan where you can now take the actual steps. You see people just like, they become this flower that was like this, all of a sudden they're like, because all they, they have that power and going, look, I can control exactly what's going on in my life. I don't have to let everything outside of me control me. I get to control it or be intentional about where it's gonna go and pivot and adjust as needed because I know where I'm headed and what's important to me and what's not. Um, and again, it does, it takes practice, it takes tools. I, when I work with clients, I give you a toolbox and you might have 20 different tools in there. You may not need all 20 tools, especially at the same time, but it's like building a house, right? Sometimes you'll need a hammer. Sometimes you need a screwdriver. Sometimes you need a wrench. Sometimes you need to call a professional because you just don't have what it takes and you need someone to show you what to do. Um, but you get to pick and choose. Oh, today I'm really struggling, you know, to stay focused. Um, or as you know, like, this is how it needs to be. Well, I can't be this way today. I have to be a little more, especially when you have younger children. Um, again, we can't life something just out of the blue shows up, um, you know, a broken pipe, you know, whatever it is, you have to be able to have the presence of mind to go, okay, this a broken pipe, what a pain in the butt. What do I need to do? As opposed to being, ah, I have a broken pipe, I don't know what to do. And now you're spiraling down in anger and all oh, and yeah. the money, about whatever. You can say, okay, yeah, I hate this. Not everything is, you know, all roses, but okay, I'm in a good space. I know what to do. I'll call the plumber, wipe up the water, get it fixed and move on. And it doesn't affect your life. Oh, definitely. Um, and I think, I think being flexible, see, for me, like how I schedule my day, I'm, I, I calendar block things, um, and which is so helpful for me, but I leave flexibility. Like I don't overload, like it has to be done at this time, this, unless I'm meeting with someone, you know what I'm saying? Other than that, like how it, how it flows and goes, I let that flow and go with me making this baby, you know? I have no expectations for myself. No, no, no. My to-do list will conclude will include of like feeding myself, the baby, and showering. That yeah. is what I want. Um, I'm not even gonna. I'm, I'm just the way that other people stress out during this time. I'm not gonna do that. Like I know the possibility of me like being like, oh, I need it. No, no, no. I'm, I got eight weeks that I'm gonna just get to know my baby and my husband. Since I'm not in the military, he gets to be the primary caregiver. So he gets 12 weeks. <laughs> so I told him that he is, at first I got a little annoyed when he told me that, like, I'm the primary caregiver. So <laughs> when Lord knows what I, I'm like, I'm, okay. But I'm like, you know what? This is going to be great for our son because he's going to have both parents here. Um, and he, my husband can just do so much more caring for me. And then he can transition into what it's going to look like and, and their nighttime routine, because he's going to be the one putting them to bed most of the time. And, you know, we're just going to see how it all goes just based off schedule though. Like, cause he works eight 30 to four 30 and I go in at like one or two. So my, my child will only have to be in daycare for a few hours mm -hmm. and then my husband will pick him up and, you know, 
put him down and stuff like that. So it'll be good for him to actually have that. I think also like, because we, we have talked about marriage on, on here a lot. It's, it's so different now. I've been seeing so many different things about like, it basically just negative talk about marriage, but that communication is so key. Like, because we're always evolving, we're always changing and constant, like, I'm so happy that like each year we would do like yearly goals that we would have but now we're finally at the point where it's like no let's do a vision board let's let's do it this way just so we can constantly see it and this is the things that we want and we want to be more mindful of where we want it the direction that we want to take our family and no it's not going to look how we think it's going to look um but knowing that we can go through the motions with it and knowing that we have each other's backs um as we go through this journey of life is a really big thing. Um, Cause yeah, he's like my best friend and no, we are far from perfect. We ain't a little, I, I, I literally this month I've had to challenge myself to just be nice to my husband. <laughs> okay. Like that, that is literally, like, for the most part, I've done a great job for the most part. Um, yes, we're human. We absolutely are. So I just, you know, I, I love what you said though. Um, so I, yeah, I want to make sure I, you know, cause sometimes what's in my brain and what comes out here, sometimes a little different. Um, I love that, um, you, like you said, you calendar block, right. I, when I, when people get clear, right. And we create the action steps. Yeah. There is a to do right. To me, people get stuck in that awareness phase. They're like, oh, I'm so aware, but without action, you never move your life forward. You never grow. You never heal. You never shift. You never adjust. So yes, having something, some intentionality in your day, however that looks for you. Yeah. The vision boards and having plans. And, and if that's how your world operates, wonderful. I am better in that world. But I do know people who guess what their life is still very successful and they just kind of wing it. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no, I got to get up. And I, I have my morning routine and I kind of usually have two or three things that I want to make sure I get those done at the end of the day. Now, if they didn't get done where before I would have been like, now I'm like, okay, great. I'll roll it over to tomorrow. I'll understand. I'll give myself some grace, some, you know, forgiveness, maybe a friend called me and I did an impromptu lunch that day instead of doing laundry. Okay, great. Now I know, you know, again, I've been, I've had the two kids, I've been at home, I've been a working mom with two kids at home. And, you know, there's the mom watching this, rolling her eyes going, you have no idea. I do have an idea, but having more intentionality in my day made being able to spend time, quality time with my kids in the evening and not stressing about laundry. So when I knew Monday, Wednesday, Thursdays I did laundry and on this day I did this and on this day it made life a little easier in terms of how the flow went um you know and yes even with marriage so I'm going to put it right out there like I said 32 years I've been married I've been with my husband almost 40 you know we dated for six years because he was a planner so you know had to have the house the job the the finances all in place before we got married and I will say again being much older what I brought into the marriage, which I didn't understand until I got clear, was a lot of baggage that I just thought was all his fault or it was all on him. It was everybody else's fault. I was played my life mostly in victimhood and realized, no, I just didn't. No one taught me. I didn't have great role models. I didn't understand what it meant to be in a marriage relationship. And I'm still learning that even at 32 years. But what I did know was I was committed. I made vows to this 
other human being. I, like I said, I know, even though we were, like I said, we, I had one foot out the door at one point, cause that just seemed like the easier thing to do. And I'm like, no, marriage is hard at times. It is. Yes. Sometimes you have to like grit your teeth and pretend to be nice to the other person. And guess what? I'm no saint either, but it's in that, that to me is the juice of a relationship of a marriage. And the more, like I said, the more I am growing, the more I'm healing, the more I'm understanding who I am and getting clear. Wow. I, my husband doesn't do the work. He's just not into that, but it's just the energy, the, the, um, a willingness to say, um, like, all right, honey, this is what it is. Well, now he gets to do that. He gets to shift and I see shifts in him. And because of that, it's working better. And so to me, I'm like, it's not lost on anything, but I do know when you are clear. And I love that, Olivia, that you look, like you said, you and your husband have those vision boards. You have this direction for your life. I wish I had that 32 years ago. We just kind of, we, you know, we got married. We knew we were going to have a family. We were both career people. And it was like, and we just never stopped long enough to say where are we headed. We knew we wanted to pay a mortgage off. We knew we wanted to put money away for the kids, kind of the traditional things, but that was it. We had no other plan than to just keep gutting life. And I think that's what happened when the kids were kind of grown and moving out, doing their journey thing. We were like, and you hear that a lot. You do hear mm -hmm. that. Um, we, were, we were one of those couples that kind of was like, oh my gosh, we didn't spend time nurturing each other and building this relationship up. So now we kind of take, have taken that step back and now we're doing it for our later years. And that I'm good with that. I, 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 I'm fine with how things played out, the journey that I had, the bringing, as I started the conversation with, God taking me to my knees because I, I had to get to that point where I had to look up and say, I can't do this by myself anymore. I can't try and control every little thing in my life. I need you. And he brought me to the right people, the right coaches, um, I love coaching. Like I said, clearly that's what I fell into, but therapy, counseling, whatever it is for you. He took me into that space to go, wow, you mean there's another world? I can understand where I was and I can change that. I don't have to believe what my parents believed. I don't have to believe what the world tells me. I can actually figure that out on my own and actually be okay with living into that. Yes. Like no one gives you permission. And so to un really what you do is you spend time unlearning. I'm unlearning what my parents taught me. They they were not great parents. And for a long time, I, I there was those issues, right? And now I just look back and I think, wow, where they were, what they were capable of, okay, it wasn't great, but I don't have to take on that belief system. I can unlearn it and I can bring it into my own. And I know I spent a lot of time doing that with my children, but I didn't do it for myself, like, you know, being a better mom to my kids. Um, but that's why clarity um, in every aspect of your life, getting out of that victimhood, moving into awareness, but from awareness, when you start taking action, that's that empowerment, right? So there's four, typically four phases of growth. So victimhood into awareness. And again, most people just kind of hang there. They're all like, oh, I read the self-help book or I follow Tony Robbins. And I love Tony, don't get me wrong, but they don't do anything with that information. When you start taking the action steps, when you start deciding what your boundaries are, I'm not going to be a people pleaser. I like blue, not green. Whatever those little details are, right? Then you move into empowerment. When you're living in, in that empowerment phase, right? That also, that's where the spiritual body comes in. You start moving even into enlightenment. Um, now, 
uh, you know, I'm not the Dalai Lama. I am not Mother Teresa. I am not even close to Jesus Christ. And, you know, as a Christian, that's my uh, form of spirituality. I know that's not for everybody, but I have, I have touched that at times like that awe in my life, like just awe of, wow, how did I get here? And when I look back of God's hand in my life, I am so thankful for all the hard, for all the hard, for the, for bringing it to my knees, to having a marriage on the brink, to having, you know, two amazing children to un help me unlearn stuff I learned, to going through cancer journey, um, because boy, that really refined me to the point where now I'm like, wow, look, I get to take all of that. And with all the not, again, learning and education on top of just life wisdom, I get to now pay that forward to younger women and say, listen, my daughter's 30. And I'm just like, I wish I knew half of this when I was 30, because I feel like my life might have been in a different direction. My life has gone the way it was meant to go. But I can't sit here with this information and not share it. I cannot it not give you the tools to at least decide if you want to change something that you're not happy with in your life. And usually, like I said, it's just an overall, I'm not satisfied, I'm not happy. And that comes from not knowing who you are or where you're going. And when you have that, that's that empowerment that then you get your passion back in your life. And that's so different for so many different people. And that's, as you can tell, I guess my juice is flowing. I'm like, when I see women in particular owning that and saying, yeah, I don't need to be this. I can be this and going for it. I'm going to stand there. I'm going to cheer you on because that just lights my soul up on fire because that's been my experience in a short time. I feel like God said, okay, you had all this, but talk about the condensed version, <laughs> but I'm glad and I'm happy and I'm continuing. I continue to learn. I still work with my own coach, um, always growing, always expanding. And I just will share that. Um, I call myself a knowledge broker per se, right? I take, you know, I've spent all that time studying the bigs and pulling from them what I felt was really useful and kind of condensing it into a, you know, pretty easy system for the most part, transform. And then saying, okay, look, in 12 weeks, let's work on this and at least get you kind of pushed out of the nest and starting in the right direction. Well, you guys heard her. If you are not happy with where you are in your life, you're not exactly sure what it is. You need to gain more clarity. You need to get more clear and you need to, and you decide you need to work with somebody. Definitely check out her links link below, follow her, see her content, see what she's got going on. Um, see if that's something you're interested in. Um, Patty, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh my gosh. It was a pleasure. And I appreciate you so much allowing me just to share a little bit of my, my wisdom that I've gleaned. Um, yeah. And anybody wants to reach out if there's no, I'm not a salesperson. If, if you really need help, um, just, I, I love having just conversations with people. If I'm right, I'll let you know. If I'm not, I'll let you know, um, because I want what's in your best interest, not mine. Um, so yeah, I'd love to have you follow me on any of the platforms and reach out to me if you can. So Olivia, again, for, for this time, it's very special. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you too. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Empowered Woman Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. If you found any value in this, please consider sharing and subscribing. Now go out and be a badass.
Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu.